the Workforce Connections podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome to the WC podcast, where we explore workforce development issues in Southern Nevada. Today, we have a great special guest, member of the Workforce Connections Local Elected Officials Consortium and Commissioner for the County of Nye, my friend and boss, Leo Blando. Welcome, Leo. Hi, mate. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, we... um, we were talking before this podcast about uh, the impact that you've made uh, on our on our uh, uh, local elected officials body. Uh, as a local elected official, you have advocated uh, strongly for some issues. And the first question I have for you, actually, before we go to the first question, I wanted to get your your input on this uh, brand new studio we have here at Workforce Connections. What are your thoughts? I, I like it. You guys put it up. It's solid. It gets the message across. It's clean, crisp. I think. Uh, I think big picture, it'll be something that we can use over time to continue to get a good positive message out there. Yeah, I think we're trying to keep up with the times with the age of digital marketing and social media platforms. Yes. It's just another way to communicate our message and our impact. So, but to the business at hand, uh, again, I know you personally, I've had the fortune to travel to Nye and and, and have a dinner uh, with you in your restaurant. I know you're a business owner. I uh, You've told me uh, the stories over the pandemic and the impact that had, but I, I would like for our listeners to hear it directly from you. Many people lost their jobs and many people lost their businesses and, and you were right in the middle of all those experiences as a small business owner yourself. So please, again, uh, take off, if you will, your local elected official hat and talk to us as a business owner. What was that year like uh, as a small business owner? A lot of uncertainty, if I had to sum it up. Um, when you put the blood, sweat, and the tears into your own business, you know, and for us, we've been there about 15 years now. It's definitely a struggle. I mean, everything you've worked for, all those sacrifices to just kind of, well, you can lose it all because of a few government decisions. It definitely, uncertainty puts a strain on you. Um, we did everything we could. I'm fortunate I had the uh, savings, and uh, we used savings to keep our people employed. Um, at the onset of the pandemic, there were more questions than answers, um, a lot more fear, fear of what this virus is, fear of what, you know, our loved ones, their their health. So I have a my father, he's got emphysema. Um, that's no secret. So, I mean, just so many things. And, and I know my staff have those same concerns and fears for their families. Um, we, we did everything we could to keep everyone employed going. And it was just a real challenge. Um you got to you got to figure out. You're either going to adapt, and they say that in business, you either have to adapt and come current with the times. And unfortunately, the model was you need to adapt and come current with these pandemic times. And um, the curbside was an interesting model for for that temporary period. I know a lot of people in the public were trying to support. Uh, we're fortunate with the demographics in our community. It's a little bit different where you have a very a very substantial retired segment and uh, they were trying to support the small businesses again you have to think you know when times are good you 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 want a, a soccer or a football little league sponsorship right you're going to a business you don't go to walmart and say hey i need you to sponsor this team where do you go you go to the small businesses so um the community definitely and i and we saw that even in the las vegas market it wasn't just in the local you know the rural markets i saw that in las vegas market but we definitely had a lot of support from the people. Um, they supported the small businesses. And again, we we have always supported. 
uh, the community and those community type events. And, and I think that's what one of the strongest points that, that helped us get through the, uh, those first early months is you just didn't know what was going to happen. And uh, I, I know the governor had a lot of tough choices. Uh, we agree with some. We disagree. We disagree because it's personally affecting you. Be as it may, at the end of the day, choices get made, and you either have to adapt and survive or you're going to have to fold. So um, I feel for those businesses that folded up. Um, I know uh, there was a gym out there that closed. Um, it didn't take much, and that, that was just really unfortunate. So um, hopefully uh, – through all the different programs, resources, and I know we've all done our fair share of trying to bring resources to our communities. Hopefully they can reopen or, or look at those options. But where one door shuts, another door opens, is a new opportunity for someone to come into the uh, entrepreneurial market. So That's true. And let's talk about that now uh, with the new door because, you know, last time I went to your restaurant, it was pre-pandemic. And again, I loved it because as soon as you open the doors, uh, people start to come in. You, know, you fill up quickly. And so you tell me, make sure you're early. And there's a great uh, vibe there in that community. And I know they, they kind of retire early as well. They, they, you know, the restaurant, if you will, you have a really couple of busy hours and then it slows down a bit. But that's the, the model there. And I'm hoping that that's what you're seeing again. But now that we're people are calling it post-pandemic, I know it's not as clean as that because there's still lingering effects. But tell me about Tell our listeners about post-pandemic in Pahrump. What is that like? What permanent effects uh, are you seeing? What changes are you seeing in the way business is done in, in Pahrump? Pahrump's a little bit of a different animal. Um, our board had, we took a vote, and the numbers were not justifying the closures and the restrictions. So we had taken a vote to to reopen and to move forward and to start recognizing some of the, the differences. Um, I know our governor wasn't too happy about that, um, but we're at a stage now where even through those directives, um, what's most important is honoring the exemptions within the directives. Okay. And I know businesses, we've kind of fallen into this. Okay. Everybody has a mutual understanding where we're at um, I think the, the shame campaigns where people are looking at you, I think that's really subsided. We're getting to the point where there's respect and the businesses understand a little bit more. There's more certainty in the industries across the board of what's expected of them, what's expect, you know, and, and for us too, just as, you know, hey, I'm an I'm a average Joe, American citizen. What's expected um, to help curb this pandemic, because we all want to be out of it, right? We, we want it to be a permanent post-pandemic, not a we're coming out of it post-pandemic. Um, but we, we see the businesses uh, doing, I'd say, relatively okay. We had our COVID programs, one of them, um, and I was a huge advocate for this. I, I definitely wanted to push towards assisting, geared assistance towards small business. So we had some programs, 15, 30, and $50,000 programs, grant programs, not just with the CARES, but what was left over. And we turned that into another small business grant program. So we were very fortunate to be able to help the businesses. Um, and in my opinion, I, I know we saw a lot of government entities take the federal dollars. They're all taxpayer dollars. So that's money from the people to the people, right? I wanted to make sure that's what happened from taxpayers to taxpayers. Government, we in government, we do well when it's when we have a good economic moat. You need the transactions happening. You need people buying vehicles, buying, uh, going out to eat, buying clothing, retail. You need those. You need all those gears moving. 
if government just takes it and eats it for themselves, it's kind of like a one-time payment and then that's it. So we had the wisdom to create these programs to continue having a, a strong economic moat. And I think that's what you're seeing out in Pahrump, Nye County. Um, again, those are that's the difference in the mentality. We, we looked at what can we do to sustain and keep things on a positive note, strong economy. And uh, we, we took the taxpayer dollars and we invested in our economic backbone, the small businesses. I, and I, you know what I'll say? I'm actually very proud that this country, for once, we invested in small business. That is the backbone, not just a Nye County, of Nevada, of this country. That's a strong thing to invest in, just like in our infrastructure. You know, you need the roads, you need bridges, you need things to drive, you know, to transport economic. It just says that. So I'm very proud that we, we were able to have that financial investment in our people. I think that's important. So. Yeah. No, that's great to hear that that's happening in Pahrump and in the county of Nye. Uh, you've been now, uh, I remember you joining the Local Elected Officials Consortium for Workforce Connections shortly after my appointment. So it's going to be, I know it's coming close to four years for you. And in those four years, uh, a lot has happened at Workforce Connections. Uh, and a lot of it, of course, led to, as you know, last year, we won our national championship of all the 550 boards. We were recognized as the board best aligning workforce and economic development in our region. That was in partnership with the Vegas Chamber. But that road has not been an easy one, as you know. Uh, and I'm grateful to the leadership of the Local Elected Officials Consortium and the board that you appoint, because we've made some difficult decisions to be better. And that means uh, establishing some accountability on this taxpayer money and, and demanding the best outcomes possible. And as you know, sometimes hard decisions may have consequences. We saw ourselves spending more legal fees than we ha had ever, but at the end of the day, clearing our name. Uh, again, the I think lots of things have happened. Uh, the data speaks for itself that, that we all made the best decisions to better serve our job seekers and our businesses. But I would like to ask you in these four years, what have you enjoyed the most? Uh, you know, you've traveled with us to DC. Uh, you've been always there when we've asked you to, to, to support us. And so what have been your favorite things over the last four years? I'll start with this. Um, it is a very humble, humbly rewarding experience to be able to serve on the Workforce Connections Board because it's too easy to get caught up between the partisan, the and it just becomes a partisan war. Um, on this board, it's red, white, and blue. And we get, we get the, the unique opportunity to be able to have respect, decorum, and incorporate all sides, all angles, because on this board, it's a very simple objective. We're here to help and serve the public and, and do the best we can through Workforce Connection. So um, with that in mind, it's one of the most rewarding experiences is, you know, we, we've been able to help the people out in Nye County. Um, we've been able to create those job uh, opportunities um, for small businesses, for large businesses across the spectrum. So we give those opportunities to be able to get people trained, the skill sets, the opportunities to, to get in where they may have been passed over. And we all have that experience growing up. You know, maybe you were 16, 18, and you were trying to get a job somewhere and you just got passed up. Well, now we have those programs and incentives to be able to say, hey, look, give, let's give the opportunity to this one because you'll, you qualify for these uh, incentives through the program. So uh, it's a very unique experience, and I'm very grateful to be able to share that with my colleagues, uh, the, my, my fellow Leos, right? It's, yes. Uh, 
uh, Leo is uh, my nickname. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, and, I, and I hope they share the same sentiment. Again, it's not just about red and blue. We are red, white, and blue. We're all Americans, and we're doing the best we can to serve our communities. And I'm so grateful that you say that because um, there's many, I think, reasons I'm grateful that for the eight members that, that I have the pleasure to working for. Again, I, I work for all of you, and as the chief um, staff member of our organization, I'm telling you what a blessing it is to have a group of local elected officials that are able to to put aside uh, the politics. And uh, I never hear the word Democrat, Republican in your meetings. I That's hear right. what's right. How? Uh, what are we doing to help the people? Like you said, the American people that live in this city, that city, that county. And I'm telling you, as staff, we could not appreciate that. So thank you for um, for your peace in that. And again, I, and I can tell you that your colleagues feel the same way. And again, I think that's what uh, helps me always look forward to my days here at work because I have uh, a consortium that, that that does exactly that. Let me. Um, Hi, mate. Yes, I, I, I I'm just going to say this. I think part of the success and magic is because you're here. You bring so many valuable aspects. You're you're smart. You're humble, and you not only have a work ethic, but you lead. You're not bossing anyone here. Uh, you definitely lead the staff here, and I, I, whenever I come to the facility, everyone's always has a smile, very willing to help or get involved, um, and I think that's a testament to your leadership and, and the qualities you bring here. I don't think Workforce Connections would have won the awards, the accolades, and and I don't think it would have happened without you here. So, I mean, really, it's we're fortunate to have you here. You make the magic happen. That's a great compliment. I, I I sincerely thank you for that. I, I know you and I know that it takes all of us to do it. But thank you so much for that. Uh, it means a lot. What uh, moving forward, mm. you know, um, what would you like uh, to see accomplished now as a again uh, as the representative for the county of Nye and a member of this group that actually represents all of Southern Nevada. Uh, I know that, that that you already told us, you know, yes, we won the national award. We don't want to go down. We want to stay up there high. But what kind of things would you like to see us accomplish in the next few years? I think, you know, I think not just stay maintaining. Obviously, you want to maintain. You have to give opportunity because other, other localities are going to, you know, obviously they have a benchmark they want to strive for. Um, I think at this juncture, you know, we look for ways to, to innovate and be be the leader Let's bring something new, a new dynamic, a new, a new perspective, something to aspire to and inspire. Um, I think that might be a new direction we take this year. Um, without risk, there is no reward. So um, smart, calculated risk. Um, and uh, we always have new pilot programs that are coming out. That's where a lot of our things have started. It was a pilot and... And now it turned into a success. So um, I think this coming year, I think we can look forward to some things like that. At the very bare minimum, we, we need to continue to engage and do what's working for us. Um, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But I also see the other aspect of that. I think we can aspire and inspire to do a few new things this year, and it'll have a real positive impact. Great. Well, you have uh, our commitment to continue to go in that direction. Last question Last as we one. bring our our podcast episode to a closure. As I said earlier, you have been kind enough to set aside 
time from your busy schedule to travel uh, with us to D.C. for the National Association of Workforce Board annual national forum where all 550 boards come to share best practices, hear uh, the common challenges and how we solve them. Because after all, as you said, this this federal legislation, it, it applies to everybody, no matter who you are. And there are rules in there that sometimes can be challenging. And so it's a great place for uh, to network among your peers, for us as staff with our peers, for you as local elected officials with your peers. I would like to hear how you've enjoyed that. But more importantly, even why should other WC board members that you appoint from the business community and peers of yours, perhaps new members that are joining the Leo Consortium, why should they go to the Knob Forum every year? Uh, it's a lot like uh, strength bodybuilding training. Everybody watches the TV and they see Mr. Olympia. Oh, I could do that. Well, the path from where you're at to Olympia is through the stresses and the breaking down and being able to experience those new experiences. So I see it very much akin to that. Uh, attend the workforce uh, meeting uh, in D.C. because you're going to be exposed to these new experiences, which forces the growth. The growth is the is the process. The growth is the end result of uh, what you see at Olympia. So you, when you see Mr. Bodybuilder, Mr. Olympia on the stage, that is all the experiences, all the stresses, all the growth, the clay being built on. That's the growth now you see here at the end. You see the end result. We all want to be a part of the end result, <laughs> but there's a process to it. And that's that's what I think one of the most valuable things. You're going to go there, shock your system, get new experiences, and, and, and get new ideas. And it's just going to spurn all the positive things that we always see here at Workforce Connections, all that positivity. So I just akin it to that. If, if I could share one thing, go for the experience. You never know what you can learn, uh, who you may run into, and, um, and what you can bring home. Because you'll have ideas, and you'll be talking about it, and then the wheels start turning, and, and there we are. So... Then, hey, you never know, it's a new pilot. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again, Leo, for your time today and for uh, joining us in the podcast. It's my pleasure. So with that, we come to an end to another episode. Until next time, stay safe.